Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Cause I'm just a nobody We're trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul Ever since you rescued me You gave my heart a song to sing I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus Oh, welcome to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. I'm excited about today's show. You know, every once in a while, you need a pinch hitter, right? You got to get somebody off the bench. And I was able to do that this week. And, uh, man, this is a guy that should be in the starting lineup, I can tell you that. Bryce Johnson, he's the founder and president of Unpacking It Ministries, Inc. And we're going to talk about this a lot today. And I want you to just continue to remember this website. It's unpackinit.com. Unpackinit.com. So U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. And man, I'll tell you, I'm a big fan. And it all started by talking to Corey Miller a few weeks ago, the pastor of pain. And now we've got a chance to talk to the founder and president of this company. It's Bryce Johnson. Bryce, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mike. Awesome to be with you. Thanks for the opportunity. Boy, well, I really appreciate your willingness to uh, to step in a little bit, Bryce. I do. We had uh, we had a guest that was ready to go, and some things came up in his life and, and said, look, can we move it back a week? And I thought, yeah, we can do that, and I can replay a show. But I, I sent you an email, and, and you said, man, whatever you need, come on, I'm, I'm with you. This... Uh, we're going to get into this this uh, this company and, and this Unpacking It Ministries, Inc. throughout the show, Bryce, because I'm a big fan. I told you, normally I'll print two, two pages on, on things. I've got seven. We will never get to all the questions and all the comments that I have about this. This, this unpackingit.com, guys, just so you understand, it's a website. It's for sports fans following Jesus. And look, we talked to guys that played, you know, played basketball and baseball, but every sport you can imagine. Next week, we're going to have a professional boxer on, guy that, 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 that was in the ring for a long time. What we haven't been able to do, because I didn't know of one, is a website that really talks a lot about everything going on in the world of sports and then brings it back, brings it back to guys like us that are, that are doing our best to follow Jesus on an everyday basis and really love sports. I, you know, Bryce, I don't know my nieces and nephews' names, but I'm, I know Rod Crew hit 311 the last year that he played for the Minnesota Twins. So I, I don't know. There's something wrong up in my head with that. But this is the kind of website that was built for a guy like me. Amen. So here, here's the deal. I, you know, I grew up playing, playing some sports, and it was an okay athlete, but wasn't anything special. But what I always was was a fan. I was a sports fan as, as long as I can remember as a young kid getting into the NBA during the Michael Jordan years and, and growing up in Charlotte, being a Hornets fan and a Panthers fan and a Duke fan. And the way that I connected with people was through 
talking about sports and watching games, going to games. And, and so ultimately, God gave me this vision to incorporate my passion for watching sports and following sports and, and combine it with what it means to follow Jesus and the, and the life of, of being a, a follower of Jesus and how we can still enjoy sports. Let's leverage sports. Let's leverage the stories and, and what we're talking about and what's going on. But then how does it parallel to the Bible? How does it parallel to our own lives? And so that's what we do at Unpacking It. We're, we're sports fans following Jesus. We, we get together in, in different ways, whether it's uh, on our podcast or through devotionals or through small groups. We get together for sports, faith, and life. And, and so that's, that's what we're all about, and uh, it, it's, a, it's a ton of fun. You know, their Twitter account, and follow them, and I do, and, and it's and it, look, they, they give you so much stuff, and it's really fun. It's fun, and then you're feeling, you're learning, you're growing in your faith. Their Twitter account is at Unpacking It, and it is. It's Sports Faith Life, uh, challenging, encouraging, inspiring sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. You heard that sports fans follow Jesus and become more like Him, and and uh, I, I'm telling you, I didn't know anything about it. I got a chance to talk to Bryce, who set me up again with with the man who was incredible a few weeks ago, the pastor of Pain, the director of ministry outreach for this company, Corey Miller, and um, I've I've become a fan. I get I get an email from from them every day. And we're going to get into that later in the show because I've only printed off about four of these because I'm like, no, this is my favorite. Now, hold on. This blog, today's was the value of upperclassmen and wisdom today. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But my favorite was Green Loses It and the Warriors Lose, February 22nd one. Hey, let's talk a little bit about, again, growing up in North Carolina, Michael Jordan, look, the, the greatest, he's the GOAT for me, and, and I coached basketball a long time. I'll tell you this, Bryce, I'm 100% Irish, which means, you know, I can't fix anything on my car, but I can talk, right? Talk a lot. Before I worked for these radio stations, I uh, worked for a sports marketing company. We did the celebrity player tour golf things, and I had a chance to speak to a, a um, it was a rookie or a minor league baseball marketing conference down in Atlanta, and John Smoltz was putting on a celebrity players tour at the same time, so I got an all-access pass. And I told my wife and my son and my daughter, Katie, if I get a chance to meet Michael Jordan, I'm going to say, look, if you could have gone to your left, you could have been one of the real good ones. I walk into a room to grab something to eat, and there's one table with all the Atlanta Brave guys. There's Mike Ruzioni. There's you know, um, George Gervin over here and Jim Brown over here, and I'm sitting by a table by myself, and Jordan walks in. And he goes to everybody, hey, how you doing? What's going on? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? He gets to me, Bryce. He goes, how you doing? I'm Michael. And I went, nothing came. Bryce, nothing came out. And he put his hand on my shoulder. He said, that's all right, man. Hey, it's good to meet you, buddy. And he walked away. Do you know that that um, that golf tournament was uh, raising money for a home that helped mentally retarded people, and I, I firmly believe that he thought that I was I lived there, and I could not talk, Bryce. I just went. Well, I I got up and I ran to my car because I was so embarrassed. I called my wife and she goes, "Did you meet him?" I said, "Wait till I tell you what happened." Well, I'm, anytime I start talking smack to my son Matthew. He'll go like, hey, how did that go meeting Michael Jordan, by the way? It's just not good. It is not good. I think he's the best player that will ever play. Uh, that's for sure. Let's talk about growing up. And we'll get into your testimony the second segment. But growing up in North Carolina, is, um, a big family? I'm one of three boys. And so I'm the oldest. So, uh, so yeah, two, two younger brothers. We're all three years apart. And so the uh, – the amount of sports that went on in our house, both playing and watching, was uh, was pretty crazy. My, my dad is a huge sports fan. My grandpas, who are no longer living, were huge sports fans. All of my uncles, my dad's one of uh, five brothers. They're all diehard sports fans, all my cousins. So it, it, we're, we're sports through and through. Man, that that is awesome. And, and uh, Duke instead of uh, North Carolina, instead of the Tar Heels, huh? What's funny is when you're growing up in Charlotte, where, where I grew up, at some point you have to, to decide between those two teams. And 
during that time, like kind of during my formidable uh, sports fandom years, UNC was actually better. It was like the Vince Carter, Antoine Jameson years. Uh, and so Duke had this, this little white boy named Steve Wojciechowski that uh, would slam the floor and play good defense. And as a, as a young basketball player, I just kind of identified with Wojo. And I was like, man, this guy's passionate. He's exciting. He's, uh, he's just fun to watch. And so that's what really drew me to Duke. Uh, to be a fan, and then uh, Grant Hill, um, I, I was a fan of his with kind of the Detroit Pistons at that time, and I read an autobiography about him. And so, anyway, those two players were, were kind of key in becoming a Duke fan. And also, I like being different than everybody else. All my friends were, were Carolina fans, and so I got to go the opposite direction. And so, on, on games when those two teams were playing, when Duke would win, It'd be a big day for me. It was always a lot of fun. He, uh, Bryce Johnson, the founder and president of Unpacking It Ministries, Inc. And again, that website. And I'm going to talk about it throughout the entire show because I'm not kidding. You're going to want to go to this website and do not uh, be, you know, have some place you got to go. And if you're a sports fan, you're going to want to be part of this 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 group because there's a lot going on and there's there's ways to get involved. Unpackingit.com. Hey, Bryce, a number of years ago, the general manager here at Entercom, uh, there's a new one, and Chuck Sullivan walked in the door, and he had this uh, this uh, southern kind of North Carolina accent, and, and there was a full company um, meeting where he, he addressed the, the entire company. And the first thing he said was, my name's Chuck Sullivan, and there's uh, one four-letter word that is not allowed in this building while I'm here. Not ever. I never want to hear the word Duke. If your dog's name is Duke, get rid of it. Your boyfriend, husband, get a divorce, kick kick him out. I don't want to hear oh. Duke. I'm a Tar Heel through and through. I, I'm telling you, I laughed. People are like, like some people aren't sports fans here. They're like, what? What is he talking about? And I'm thinking, oh, this I'm a love working for this man, and I did. And uh, he's still with Enter Comedy. He's, he's out in Denver, and I miss him a lot. But it would be, man, if when North Carolina and Duke played, I'd even talk to him during the day. And if Duke beat him, I wouldn't say anything to him the next day because he would be in his office and he would just be crabby as all get out. But he was the opposite. He was always a North Carolina guy wearing the blue. And then every once in a while, I'd bring up what happened when Marquette. And, you know, Wojo's the head coach here at Marquette. Oh, yeah. What happened? Right. Yep. What happened when uh, Marquette, North Carolina played NCAA? He said, I want to talk about it. I'm not talking about that stuff. I said, you got it. He is, again, Bryce Johnson, founder and president of Unpacking It Ministries. The cool part about this is this is for sports fans. And this is, you can get involved. You can read. You get, there's so much to listen to and to read when you go to that website. But it's truly for sports fans. What they're doing is challenging, encouraging, and inspiring sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. Before we get to a break, Bryce, the idea of unpacking it, where did it come from for you? Yeah, so what, what, I went to Appalachian State for college and was studying broadcasting and, and wanted to, to be a, a radio sports radio host. And, and so when I got out of college, that's what I, I did. I was doing Charlotte radio. And the I don't know how much time before the break, but the, the long story short was after doing – radio in Charlotte, being an afternoon host and going to Panthers games and NBA games in the locker room, I felt an emptiness and, and felt God basically stirring in my heart and, and giving me just kind of a, a, an uneasiness. And, and that led me to really seek his direction on, on what was next and what he really wanted me to do with my life. And basically, I realized that I needed to incorporate my faith into sports talk. And so that led me down the path to start a, a sports and faith radio show, very similar to, to what you do. And, and so that started in, in 2012. And from the radio show, we then basically got gave me a bigger vision to expand, to, to really just reach the sports fan, reach the heart of the sports fan. And so we've continued. We went from radio to podcast and now streaming live. Uh, but then we've added the devotional. We've added the small groups that we call a pack. We added the Wednesday unpacked lunch where sports fans get together to talk sports, faith, and life. We've added fantasy football fellowship, virtual sports trivia night, events in Charlotte, conferences, golf tournaments, flag football tournaments, all that sort of thing. And so 
it, it all began with a passion to leverage my my own fandom, leverage my passion for communicating both sports and the gospel, and to be able to mix that together and, and be able to connect with you know other fans and be able to walk alongside them in this journey as followers of Jesus and, and, and recognizing that there are many fans in life, you know, in sports, but there are also a lot of just fans of Jesus that may sit back and clap a little bit, but they're not actively following, committed, loyal to Jesus. And so I want to see sports fans uh, experience the, the fullness of Christ and, and to, to live a, a daily life with him in, in all areas. And so, uh, so that's what we, we try to do. We try to cover a lot of different issues, especially with the devotional and uh, to, to unpack the Bible and, and what, is, what is God calling us to do each day? What does it mean to be obedient to him and to trust him in, in every circumstance and um, to be an example? And so all of those things are what we unpack, what we explore, uh, both you know, together with, with fans and then also you know, with, with kind of the, 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 the podcast and the devotional as well. Hey, guys, so I started by, by signing up for, um, for the weekday devotional blog. And I just want to kind of get a feeling, okay, what is what is this? And first of all, young man, you're a really good writer. I have to tell you that. I don't know if that, that's been a gift for you for a long time, but you're a really good writer that, that um, you know, keeps my interest each day. And, and the way you bring it back into a Bible verse is, is just really brilliant to me, and I, and I really appreciate um, it. I'm not a great writer. And, and for somebody to read somebody who I think is and, and kind of understands it and almost, you know, you're writing it from the seat that I'm in. You know, you're seeing the game the way I see the game, and, and I just enjoy that. And I would really recommend to the people that listen to this show, do what I did. The first thing, just go on this website and sign up for that daily devotional. And what happens is it pulls you back to the website. Because then you want to get involved. You want to look at You want to hear this. You want to get involved. You know, join this pack. And there's ways that you can be involved. And there's also ways to help this ministry because it is a ministry that, you know what, if, if you're able to, to, to help them at all, there's a way on that website to do that. It's not what Bryce has ever, he, he didn't tell me to ask anybody because they're doing great. But if you can help them, if you can read this and say, hey, look, let me get involved with these guys a little bit, I would definitely do that if I were you. But the first thing I would do is sign up for that daily devotional, and you'll thank me for that. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to ask Bryce Johnson, again, the founder and president of pa- of Unpacking It Ministries, Inc., to give us his testimony and where his journey began. And then I'll talk a little bit more about this website. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. When Moses had stage fright, and David brought a rock to a sword fight. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern again, flying solo this week. Pastor Ken Keltner will be back in studio whenever we can let him uh, back in the building. We are joined by Bryce Johnson. He's the founder and president of Unpacking It Ministries. Hey, Bryce, right before the end of the break, I, I talked about the blog and I talked about the devotional. And during the break, he said, hey, look, if you want, um, I can kind of expand a little bit on that and the way we go about that. Can you do that for us? Yeah, absolutely. So the the devotional, uh, it started back in like 2016, I think. It was the, it was the year that the, my Carolina Panthers were actually in the Super Bowl and, and started writing this daily devotional uh, right, kind of right during that Super Bowl week, uh, before or after. So my approach every day is to, and, that, and now I write Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but to take a current sports story and relate it to the Bible and relate it to our own lives. And so kind of the key difference is we're, we're not just taking stories about 
Christian athletes or Christian-based sports stories. These are whatever the biggest story in sports, period. Yet we're finding something, and, and this is the, the power of, of the Holy Spirit and, and God just giving me this clarity, uh, which has been just an incredible journey to, to, to experience how he gives me an, a, a sports idea and then reveals how it relates to the Bible. And, and so whether it's, you know, the, the big game on, on Sunday during the football season or an interesting story in the offseason or a basketball game or a baseball story, whatever it may be, it's, hey, this is, you know, people are talking about it, you know, mainstream media, whatever, people are writing about it. And, and then I find a, a, a quote or find a, an element to the game or an element to the story, and it somehow parallels to our own lives. And, and so it's, uh, it's encouraging to me first, and then I share it with our readers. And so, you know, God uses it to, to stir in me and, and change me and, and transform me from the inside out. And then what I learned based on that story and based on the scripture, then I, uh, then I share it with, uh, with our readers. So, Bryce, let me, let me kind of um, dig into this a little bit, because yesterday's blog, thinking about the past, the present, and the future was really good. And there's a quote from Coach, uh, Coach Thibodeau, who is the New York Knicks coach, who are, they're, they're really playing well and kind of a big talk in the NBA. And, you know, you, there was a quote that he had that says, look, just like I don't want us looking ahead, I don't want us looking behind at what happened in the past. It's important to know the history of the organization. Um, that part is really important, but our focus has to be exactly on what's in front of us. And then the, the, the scripture you took was perfect, Matthew 6, 34. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. And I'm wondering, do, do, do you read the quote from Thibodeau and then all this starts to flow for you? Or do you read Matthew 6.34 and then take a go, boy, you know what, the Knicks with Thibodeau, I remember he said this. Where does How does that happen in your, in your head? Yeah, so it happens either way. But the key is I, I've got to watch sports. I've got to read. I've got to listen. Uh, I've got to have conversations, you know, with other sports fans. And then I've also got to spend time with the Lord. I've got to listen to sermons. I've got to read. And so – all of that is, you know, kind of, uh, I'm just soaking it all in. I'm soaking in scripture. I'm soaking in sports stuff. And then one thing triggers another. And it, sometimes it is the verse, and I'm like, man, I really want to talk about this verse. What's, what's something going on in sports that would relate to this? But I would say, for the most part, it actually usually starts with the sports story. And I'll, I'll read something or hear something, and then a, a, a faith principle or a biblical principle pops in my head, sometimes I'll, I'll think of the exact verse or, or know something. Yeah, some, there's, I know there's a verse similar to, to that thought. Um, and then I'll go research and, and figure out, okay, what verses will really work. And, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll find a couple of verses and I'll go, eh, that doesn't quite fit very well. No, that's taken out of context. That wouldn't be the best parallel. And so then God just kind of takes me on this, this journey of finding what really fits well. Um, but usually it's, you know, I read that, that Thibodeau uh, quote, you know, talking about the past, talking about the future, and thinking, yeah, that relates to us because we're thinking about the past or the future uh, in our own lives as well, just like kind of Knicks fans and Knicks players. Yeah. They can enjoy the present, enjoy what they're doing right now, and they, they can't get caught up in thinking about the, the past and thinking, oh, no, the Knicks are going to blow it again, just like they've always done in the past. And then they can't get so caught up in the future where they're starting to think about, oh, we're going to make the playoffs. We're going to make the playoffs. And then they're not taking care of what needs to be done today. Um, so that's kind of how the, that thought process went about for that specific devotional. Hey, and before I ask you for your testimony, so when 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 the the when Green, the player for the Warriors, loses his cool, and any, every sports fan has seen this thing 30 times, as soon as you saw that, did you know that that was something you needed to write about? And then, obviously, you know, you, I looked right away. As soon as that came, I, on February 22nd, I looked right away to see where you went with with Scripture. And it was Proverbs 29, 11. You know, short-sighted fool always loses his temper, displays his anger, but a wise man uses self-control and holds back. And then Proverbs 29, 22, an angry man stirs up strife. And a hot-tempered and undisciplined man commits many transgressions. And I'm, remember, I'm 100% Irish. So I'm kind of like that temper guy a lot. And I'm, you know, that undisciplined man sometimes when somebody cuts me off. 
And I just, as soon as that that I, that popped into my my email, I I knew exactly. I was happy that you were going to write about it, and I went. I skipped everything and went right to where you went in the Bible to see exactly where it was. That kind of just. I would assume just laid right in your lap because that was one that I, I kind of knew we were going to probably talk about. Yeah, so that was that was personal too because I'm a Hornets fan and the Hornets were able to win that game and basically Draymond Green cost the Warriors that game because he got two technicals at the end and so yeah. his temper got the best of them. And I think at that day it was actually a headline that may have caught my attention that, that kind of triggered the thought. Yeah, because he his temper cost him the, the game basically or cost his team the game and to think about okay in what ways when we lose our temper do we really lose something else like maybe people lose respect for us or we lose a relationship you know it depends on how severe the, the situation is but but I, but I'm with you because I, I relate to kind of maybe being on edge or being passionate and sometimes we, we look at those things as positives and even with Draymond Green a lot of the way he plays is a is a benefit to his team. He plays intense, he's passionate, and and so you know I try to use those those qualities as well positively in my life. But sometimes they, they my temper can get the best of me, especially as I when I was younger. And hopefully I've I've matured and grown over the years. And having a little daughter has definitely changed that as well. She's softened me. But um, but anyway, when I see something like Draymond Green, it's not necessarily for me to write about his mistakes. It's for me to write, hey, I can relate to him, or we can relate to him, or what is, how, how does the Bible encourage us in our own lives to be careful of our own temper, our own anger, and, and to address it in our own lives? So my, my goal is not to sit around and point out everybody else's flaws, but to, to use maybe right. some mistakes that, that, that happen in sports or circumstances and situations that, that come about in sports to see it and say, okay, we're all reviewed it, we're talking about it. But wait a second, let's point the finger at ourselves and, and address this and then ultimately point to Jesus to say, all right, how can Jesus help us with this issue? What kind of wisdom can we learn? What can we, how can we grow in, in these specific areas of our life? Hey, Bryce, I tell people I have so much glass in my house that I can't throw stones at anybody. I can't throw <laughs> stones at anybody's house because I have too much glass in my own to do that. But I, I look, I don't know if you were, uh, if, if you learned if you were, have been a good writer for you know through high school and college, or is this a learned behavior for you? But I want you to know, young man, it's you're really good at it, and I appreciate it every single day that I get that. And and again, when you go to the website, the first thing you want to do, people listening to this, we're talking to Bryce Johnson, the founder and president of Unpacking It Ministries Inc., is you're going to want to sign up for that daily devotional, and when you do that, you're going to thank me for that. And then probably a month later, you're going to say, hey, look, my wife's mad at me all the time because I'm getting involved. I'm reading this. I'm on that website too much. And I'll be like, hey, don't play. You want Bryce's number? I'll give you his number. Don't yell at me on that. You're going to want to go to that website, sign up for that daily devotional. And guys that listen to this show and women, big sports fans, you know, throughout the country, go to that website and, and take a look at some of the stuff that Bryce and his staff is doing. And we're going to talk about their staff um, a little bit later, we got a couple of minutes to start, if we can, to ask for your testimony. And if we don't get through it, then we'll we'll start the third segment with it. Uh, but Bryce, could you share your testimony with us? Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, Mike, you just mentioned that uh, the, the wives will get mad because their their husbands are, are spending time with unpacking it. No, they're going to love it. They're going to be they're going to be happy that their their men are, are connecting to to scripture and connecting to other sports fans. So it's a good thing. I promise. Great. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to give you my wife, Terry, because, uh, no, I'm only kidding. I, I'll tell you this. And we when we talk about, you know, Jody Johnson, who is uh, Bryce's wife, you guys that listen to me too much know know what I'm going to tell them. And you're going to you're going to definitely agree with me because, you know what, the boy did it. The boy from North Carolina, I'll kick this coverage a little bit. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. So to start us, where did your journey begin, Bryce? Yeah, so. My, my story is one of God revealing himself to me at a very young age and watching how difficulty in life reveals God's goodness and faithfulness. And so growing up, uh, grew up in a Christian home, and my parents loved the Lord and, and, and set us up well to uh, 
just understand that God is real and that he's involved in our lives. And, and my parents lived it out. And the, the way they lived it out the most was when we struggled. And, and we struggled financially specifically. And my, my dad had some job changes that, that put us in, in, in just tough situations financially and having to move. And I went to four different elementary schools and then a new middle school and then a new high school in, in different parts of, of town. And so having to meet new friends, having to trust God at the end of the month or at Christmas and, and, and God showing up in incredible ways to provide us, you know, anonymous uh, money and gifts and, and, and people, you know, rallied around our family. And, and my, my parents kept the faith through all of those circumstances. And so I saw faith in action. That, that's what I saw growing up. And so I, I saw God, God show us uh, just how much he loved us and, and, and that he is the provider. And so that's been the thread in the story of, of my life and, and now being in ministry and, and having to rely on, on donations and, and relying on people. I, I saw God work through people growing up, and, and he continues to do that in my life now, uh, which is pretty remarkable to, to think back on that. But, but as far as you know, my, my faith journey, uh, it's, it's involved um, key ministries that have had a great impact on my life. I was a part of you know, church youth group and Young Life and Campus Crusade for Christ and key mentors and leaders throughout my life that poured into me and walked alongside me and, and, and really, you know, kept me on the path uh, toward God. Now, I would take steps off and, and you know, get caught up in, in things here and there and uh, mainly get caught up in my own selfishness and, and my own pride and my own arrogance and, um learning over and over what it means to get to the end of myself. And I would say that, that would be the other thread that continues uh, throughout my life. It's just that constant reminder that, that he has to increase, I have to decrease, and, and that, that Jesus is what I need. And, and as much as I, I think I can do something, ultimately I need his strength. Um, and, and when we started unpacking it, you know, this was a, a really challenging endeavor. And, and I knew that God was calling me to, to go reach sports fans, to use the gift that he's given me, and that, that this is his ministry that he's entrusted to me. And so we've had a lot of just tough, tough times and, you know, wondering if, if, if we were going to make it through another month and financially. And sometimes it was, all right, what direction do we go as a ministry? But every time God provided, God showed up, God gave me strength. God gave me clarity. God gave me direction. God brought somebody into my life. God showed me how much he loves me um, and, and showed me ways that I needed to humble myself, ways that I needed to stop trying to control things, uh, ways that I needed to you know, let go and um, allow him to move and not, not force things to happen and trust in his timing and to be patient and and so I could go on and on just the, the, the lessons that I've learned as I, I've walked with Jesus for, you know, for, for my life. It's, it's been, the, I was six years old and I was watching the, the donut man and it was a, 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 a kind of a ministry or a, a thing for kids growing up. And the funny thing is now I've got an 18 month old and she's watching the donut man too, but awesome. there's this idea that heart is like a donut. And the only thing that fills a donut hole uh, fills the hole in a donut is that donut hole. The only thing that fills the hole in our heart is Jesus. And there's, there's nothing simpler and, or nothing more simple and true than that. And, and we can go through life and try to fill our heart with, you know, success and, and money and you fill in the, the gap. But ultimately, Jesus is who satisfies and, and Jesus is the one that filled my heart as a, as a young boy and, and continues to be what, what fills me and drives me and empowers me. And uh, I'm so thankful that uh, that he grabbed grabbed a hold of my heart and uh, allows me to know him and allows me to rely on him because I am nothing. I'm a broken, weak man uh, in need of a savior. And uh, and thankfully, uh, Jesus came and died on the cross for me and, and everybody listening. He is Bryce Johnson again, the founder and president of Unpacking It Ministries Inc. Unpackingit.com unpackingit.com. We're going to get to a break. Hey, do you still drink coffee? You drink coffee, right? Oh, absolutely. You know what? I can tell you the greatest cup of coffee this young man's ever had. And I'm going to tell you about that on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. 
Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shane and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus When Moses had stage fright And David brought a rock to a sword fight You picked 12 outsiders Nobody would have chosen And you changed the world well, Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM The Fan, our special guest, Bryce Johnson Man, this is a really good young man, and I'm telling you that he will be on again because I, there's no way I can get to all this stuff. I just can't. He's the founder and president of Unpacking It Ministries, Inc., their website. It's unpackingit.com. One word, unpackingit.com. Sports fans following Jesus. Their Twitter account, at unpackingit, challenging, encouraging, and inspiring sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like Jesus. Him. Hey, Bryce, so, I, you know, look, I've said it on the air and I've told you this off the air that I'm a huge fan of that website because there's so much and there's so much really good information and there's things to do and listen to and look at and, and I just really enjoy it. I want to talk about your staff a little bit. Um, so uh, Darla Johnson is the co-founder and vice president of Unpacking It Ministries and, and she is your mom, Correct. That's my mom. That's right. You know what? Proud to work with my mom. And you you know what? You should be. And she's got to be real proud of you, too. I'm telling you. And I love the fact that she had so much belief in in what you were going to do and the beliefs that you had that she said, look, I want to join. Let me get, let me be part of this thing. And let me, you know, when you began the journey, let me be somebody that can, you can bounce some ideas off. I love that. And then your wife, Jody Johnson, when I, when I ask you if you still drink coffee, let me tell you this. I'm going to just read this quote or this paragraph. Um, Jody Johnson is the director of administration uh, for Unpacking It Ministries. She brings a strong administrative, financial, organizational, and technical skills to Unpacking It. Her heart for ministry, coupled with her excitement in sharing this faith-filled journey with her husband, makes Jody a great addition. They met in middle school. Jody and Bryce ran into each other again in their 20s, waiting in the coffee line at church. That's why I asked him. I know the greatest cup of coffee the man has ever had. <laughs> when you go to the website, look, Bryce is a good-looking young man. He is. But, man, Jody is, you know what, it, it, just a beautiful picture of her. They've been married since 2013. Here's the cool part. Maddie Rose was born on their sixth wedding anniversary the best cup of coffee you ever had young man was right there in line at church absolutely yeah but, well so i went to middle school with jody and all those years later we bumped into each other in the coffee line and i'm like jody what's up and, and so i'm all excited to see her and talk to her and uh, yeah, i'm a bigger personality i like to ask questions and, and engage in conversation so we're talking and She's just not giving me much. She's kind of, kind of giving me the cold shoulder a little bit. And I'm like, oh man, what's up with this? And so we we talked for a few minutes, and you know, I wouldn't say that the sparks flew. Definitely not on her side, but on the way home, we it was actually Father's Day. We were both going the same direction in, in a town, and at every light, we we stopped at the light. So I, I look over, like kind of, oh wait, I don't want her to know that I'm looking at her, but like multiple lights the whole way kind of home. Um, there she was. And I was like, you know what? I, I got to ask her out. I'm going to ask her out. And and so I was kind of wrestling with myself whether or not to do it. My, my roommate at the time was like, you got to ask her out. You got to ask her out. So I did. We, uh, we went on uh, one date. And as we walked around this pond after dinner, I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to propose to her. I'm going to propose to her at this pond. And sure enough, seven months later, proposed. Seven months after that, we got married, and uh, six years later, we ended up having uh, little Maddie on our anniversary, um, and so Maddie will be two um, in, in in August. So, uh, so yeah, it, Jody's a 
Jody's a, a wonderful wife, and the fact that she started working with Unpacking It was a huge blessing to, to me and to the ministry. And it's incredible to see how God works out all the details, and he puts people together based on, you know, gifts and personalities. And, um, you know, my, my mom, she actually has a, a journalism degree, and she wasn't really using her writing skills for many years. And then, sure enough, I'm Mr. Radio Guy, and God gives me this idea to start writing a devotional. Well, my mom became my editor. And so you, you look at that Devo and go, oh, wow, this is well-written. Thanks to my mom. I give her the credit. Um, she's the one that, that keeps me in line from a, a writing standpoint. And, and, and to your point earlier, Mike, writing wasn't necessarily a, a strong, you know, kind of gift of mine for, for much of my life necessarily. Um, yeah, I did what needed to happen to get through school, but in recent years, it became really a key part of our ministry, and so God gets all the glory for that, and, and my mom gets a ton of credit as well. Well, you know, they're, they're, of the three most important women in the world to you, you work with two of them, and you get home, and the third is in charge. You know Maddie Rose is in charge when you get home, and and I love the fact that you know your your mom said, hey, let me get involved, and then Jody gets involved. Is it is it easy for you guys all to work together? Can you come together for Thanksgiving dinner and, and get away from work for a little bit? You know that that is a challenge as far as getting away from from work. But you know, I live and breathe sports and Jesus, and so that's a part of you know my that's that's who I am. That's my life, and um, thankfully I'm able to to mix both and. I can tell Jody that, hey, I'm, I'm down watching the game and got to pre- prepare for the podcast next week or prepare for devotionals, and she's okay with it. She gives me my time to, to watch sports. And the funny thing is, so Jody or my mom, they're not sports fans. So they they support me. They support the mission and vision of unpacking it, and they, they want us to, to reach sports fans, but they're actually not the, the big sports fans. It's, it's me, it's my dad, it's my brothers, and – even Jody's dad and, and all that sort of thing. So, um, so when I go home, I am able to to shut down some of the uh, some of the sports talk a little bit and uh, enjoy you know time with my wife and daughter and, and goof around and, and have a nice time with them. Hey, so. and last question before we get to a break: Are you able to enjoy some of the things that you offer guys like me, like the packs and the you know the turkey the the, the the turkey bowl their annual uh, golf tournament and the March Madness and Mad- are you able to enjoy that or is that part of of your work because look you put small groups of sports fans together you know a weekly meet for breakfast and and all of that are you able to get involved and enjoy it or is that something that you're always kind of like man this is okay I'm trying to make sure this is done right and kind of looking over it from the top yeah that's an interesting question and uh yeah it's hard to maybe answer that one i i would say that for the most part i i love what i do i'm passionate about what i do and i really am about people like i'm a relational guy i love people and so honestly this last year has been brutal because i haven't had that same interaction with people uh face to face and and you know the hugs the high fives all that kind of thing so um, yeah, I want to be around other sports fans. I, I love watching games. I love talking about it. Um, that's an absolute blast for me. And, you know, over the years, too, I, I've had the opportunity to meet so many athletes. And, you know, I'm a Hornets fan. I met Muggsy Bogues and Larry Johnson, and that was a huge highlight for me. And so um, I try to soak in some of those, you know, experiences and, and not take for granted the opportunity that I have to, to live and breathe sports but not to stop there, to actually leverage my sports fandom to ultimately encourage sports fans, point them toward Jesus, live out my faith as a sports fan. Um, I'm a huge fantasy football guy, so I love playing fantasy football. We've got a huge fantasy football uh, kind of effort and initiative, and, um, and, and that ministry is a key part of unpacking it as well. And so I absolutely enjoy all of that as well. And and, and, and Mike, you know, there are days where I feel a lot of pressure. There's, there's pressure to keep the ministry going sure. to, 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 for me to have it all together. And some days I don't have it all together and I'm struggling and, and I'm wrestling with things. And, um, and that's why I've got to rely on the Lord for strength. And, um, and so, yeah, there, there's, you know, there's pressure in leading a ministry. There's no question about it. So for those of you listening, you know, go, go love on your pastor, encourage your pastor, encourage 
people in, in leadership and in ministry and people that are serving and the hands and feet at, at church, people that, that, that give their lives away, uh, they have tough days too, and they, they struggle. And so I'm, uh, I'm no different than that. And, and I always appreciate the encouraging text from someone and the encouraging email that keeps me going. And then I keep rolling and I go, all right, God's using me. I got to keep going. He is. Keep going. He is using you. He is Bryce Johnson, founder and president of Unpacking It Ministries. Also, want to thank Kyle Martin, Chris Allenson, and Luke Heaton. Um, these guys are also part of that staff. We're going to get to a break. It's going to be a short break, but I've got one more question for Bryce Johnson. Again, the founder and president of Unpacking It Ministries Inc. This is Faith in the Zone on twelve fifty AM. The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone. A journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern, Bryce Johnson. Boy, he's been a great guest, the founder and president of Unpacking It Ministries. Go to unpackingit.com. Hey, Bryce, very short segment, but I have to ask you, all the interviews you've done, what what's your favorite? And I know we get asked that kind of stuff, and I'm sure you do as well, but your favorite interview that you've done so far, who would that be with and why? So my, my go-to answer is always Ernie Johnson from Inside the NBA, just a tremendous broadcaster. And early in the Unpacking It radio show, uh, he was kind of one of the key guests that we had on and it felt like, and he actually may have been on his back porch. <laughs> I'm not, I can't confirm that, but it felt like that when I, when I was talking with him and he's telling stories and, and just his, his testimony and the life that he's, he's lived uh, very, very inspiring. And so I've had him on a couple of times over the years. And when the all-star game was in Charlotte, the NBA all-star game had a chance to, to meet him. And so He's probably my uh, my favorite guest to, to come on, and, and just a yeah, just an awesome guy, and, and, and NBA All Weekend, and so I always enjoy uh, watching him in the in the crew. And hey, Br- um, hey Bryce, and hey, hey, hold on, hey Bryce, I got hold on, hey Bryce, I got to say this: your favorite college basketball player, coaching here in Milwaukee, your favorite interview, Ernie Johnson. You know where he grew up, right? Here. He's from up there in Milwaukee. Yeah. Man, you should just move to Milwaukee, Bryce. That's what you should do. <laughs> Come on up and, and get the winners. Hey, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Your second favorite? Yeah, no, I was going to say, that then I have some some guys that come on every year, and, and guys like David Pollock and um, Mark Herzlick was, was one of our recent guests and, and just had an awesome conversation with him. And so uh, there's some guys that, yeah, just kind of developed uh, at least some on-air uh, chemistry with over the years, and those guys are, are always fun to have. And then uh, last year we had a highlight. We, we had Eric Dickerson on the show, and, uh, man, just an awesome guy and great stories again and just appreciated his uh, boldness with his faith and, and what he shared. Um, had a chance to meet him as well uh, a couple years ago at a, at a lunch, and then for him to come on the show uh, was really, really kind of him. So uh, that, that would be another one that I'd, I'd put up there in the – in the interview hall of fame. Man, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that Ernie Johnson was good. We've uh we've tried hard from here cuz he's a Milwaukee guy and and uh the basketball season's ends and 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 we keep trying. As you know, it's hard sometimes. You know, guys to to be able to give us 35 40 minutes is a difficult thing, but we'll keep trying um to get Ernie Johnson. In the meantime, Bryce Johnson, the founder and president of Unpacking and I can't thank him enough. And again, Darla Johnson, you must be so proud. Uh, you, you just have to be really proud to be able to work with this young man and watch him as he does this through faith. That's that's how this thing is working. And like he said, you know, every once in a while it gets a little bit tight and a little bit scary. So do me a favor. Go to uh, unpackingit.com. Unpackingit.com. And you're feeling led. 
after hearing this this young man and the work he's putting in to help them, do it. You go go online, help them out a little bit, or just you know what, become a member, get involved in this community that he's building, and then you're going to be really felt. You'll you'll get that feeling. I need to make sure this continues to go on because I love being here, and uh, you know you're doing a good job. Please tell Jody I said hello, and and uh, you know what I love the fact that that she's so involved as well, and everybody else on that staff. Hey Bryce, thank you so much for this, and I will reach out to you again soon because I've got, like I said, I've got four more pages of questions to ask you. But um, thank you so much for coming on Faith in the Zone. Absolutely, Mike. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Keep up the great work. Yeah, you as well. Again, Bryce Johnson. Go to unpackingit.com. Thanks for listening. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 AM and 8 PM. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. Moses had stage fright, and David brought a rock to a sword fight. You picked 12 outsiders, nobody would have chosen, and you changed the world. Well, the moral of the story is, everybody's got a purpose. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.